You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with Alex Bryant, News Director Don Luzader, and Producer Cass Bowen Anderson on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. Welcome back to Wake Up Springfield. Pastor Alex Bryant here. One of my favorite segments that we do is the pastor's perspective. I love bringing in pastors from our communities, our surrounding communities, and hearing what they have to say. And um, this um, today, we've had him on before last year, but he's back again. Pastor Ray Smith from First Baptist Church in Battlefield. How are you this morning, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you, Alex. It's good to have you join us in studio. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, last time I think you called in. It's always different to have people in studio. It's a lot of fun here. Yeah, a little bit more of a conversation. Yeah, so So, um, first of all, let's tell tell us about how long you've been pastoring out there in um, Battlefield. Well, I'm coming up on my 20th anniversary in October. Wow. So been there a while. That is pretty cool. So, well, thank you for um, serving and thank you for leading and I'm stuff. John Don just said you. Um, he lives out in Battlefield. And he votes at your church, so yes, you guys are in the community as well. So, so Pastor, um, want to talk a little bit about um, you know the pastor perspective is trying to get a pastoral's take on these um, these these issues that are cultural issues right. that God speaks about, and we're talking about them in the world and even in politics, if you will. So, um, talking about the void in leadership. What's in your heart, Pastor? Well, a, a verse in, in Proverbs jumps out, and it, it's really had me the last couple of weeks. Proverbs seventeen fifteen says, He that justifies the wicked and he that condemns the just, they are both an abomination to the Lord. And I think there's a huge uh, vacuum of leadership locally in many ways. And I think nationally, I don't know that it's really an absence of leadership so much as it is corrupt leadership with an agenda. I don't know. But I do know that what I see happening is good people aren't speaking out. Yeah, that that's so true. You know, what's so interesting when you um, in talking about this, when you brought up the scripture, you told me that just right before we came on this morning in my devotion, I was reading Proverbs chapter 28, verse two, um, when there and this is in the New Living Translation, when there is moral rot within a nation, its government topples easily. But wise and knowledgeable leaders bring stability. Oh, absolutely. You know, President Kennedy given a speech in Canada to Canadian lawmakers, early 60s, 1961, I think. He quoted Edmund Burke. Now, I don't know if Edmund Burke really said this. The, the, the evidence isn't clear, but he quoted Edmund Burke as saying that evil flourishes when good men do nothing. And I think that's the same thing we see in Scripture. You, you have in, oh gosh, you have in Isaiah, uh, the, the watchmen are considered dead dogs. They're lazy, complacent, they're corrupt. They're not sounding the alarm. That's when good people don't speak out. And we need good people to stand up and speak up because, you know, not only, and I know many people that are listening, they're they're good people who are praying for our country every day. Right. And um, they're doing that. But we also need you to stand up and speak out because um, when we're silent, you know, um, oftentimes God works in us and through us. Right. He wants our voices to be heard. And so that's to be leaders, if you will, Absolutely. you know, we may not be the president, we may not be congressmen, senators, but we can lead in our local area, our families, our communities, our neighborhoods. And so what, what's your message to people in that pastor? Well, you, you will have, as Jefferson and others said something like this, you will have the kind of government you deserve. And yeah. when good people do not speak out, even on a local level, we, we have an upcoming uh, school board election. You will either put the right people and good people in those positions who will make a difference, or you will watch an agenda that's not ours and not the majority of us, I don't believe. 
you will watch that agenda rule things. If you're silent, you're just distracted, I think. Jesus said we can't take the word of God sometimes because we're distracted by the cares and concerns of this world. You're so busy on other stuff that you miss what's important. Parents, you have the school you deserve. Now go make it what you want it to be. And, you know, the scripture you you brought up in Proverbs 17, Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I love going to Bible Hub and just looking at the different um, phrases that they use in the English and um, the ESV, he who justifies the wicked and he who condemns the righteous right. um, are both, you know, there. So it's like, are we justifying with our actions, with our behaviors, our non-action um, with the fact that we are just so busy? I, I mentioned this earlier in the show and I get it. I have five kids. I have three of them that are still in school. <clears throat> we got school play Every night this week, except for Wednesday, you know, we had stuff Sunday, you know, daughter and basketball, traveling basketball, you know, other son with morning workouts, schoolwork. It's so easy to get caught up and to get busy with what's going on. And those things aren't bad in and of themselves. They are not. I mean, because our kids are there. um, We're there for them. But we just can't. We can't with our non-action or by not paying attention condone what's going on. The wickedness that's happening. Right. And and we shouldn't play along. I think we certainly should be motivated by love and concern and reaching out and helping people. Those things should drive us. But we we can't just sit back and be quiet and then complain privately to one another. There are enough believers who know the core basic agreement of things we have. We agree on basic principles and things that we can advance that and make our community better, make our schools better, make everything better but not if we're going to be more interested in whatever the current TV show is or whatever the current entertainment is. We, we've got to be invested in what's going on around us, and we are responsible, I yeah. think, if we don't do that. I, I preached a sermon, uh, I don't know, a year or two ago. Uh, the title of the sermon was uh, Pansy Preachers in the Pulpit Produce Powerless People in the Pews. That's good. Pansy Preachers happens. in the Pulpit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens. We we. We just soften the message so much that we don't have a message anymore. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Um, again, I'm going to go back to this in the King James version of the scripture you brought up, Proverbs 17, 15. Right. He that justifies the right. wicked. Like, you know, when you talk about like school board, I'm on the school board in Nixa. And I'm on the school board because some people concerned parents of the Ozarks, they brought to my attention some of the stuff, the filth that was, that, that, that these students have access to. Right. And, you know, um, some of the, the blatant pornography, um, inappropriate material content for children. Now, we know this. Adults can do what adults want to do. In the privacy of their own home, they have free will. Of course. I don't, I don't like it, but, you know, they're adults. They're, that's their, they can live how they want to live. But for our kids, we can't sit by and justify having that information there by, you know, by saying, oh, well, it's, you know, we don't want to, you know, censor stuff. That's just a excuse people are trying to make to allow this filth to be at our kids' fingertips. Right. We're justifying it if we have that. So if you're a good Christian person, a good moral person, we, we have to use our common sense and say, listen, because I'm not for censorship with adults, but for kids in a school, come on, man, we got to be protecting them. Right. It either matters or it doesn't matter what they're being taught and what they're being exposed to. I, I just read an article, I think it was this past week, it was in January for sure, but I, I, that 28% of the Gen Z group 
identifies LBGQ2 or whatever the most current letters are. 28%. Yeah. That's because they're being taught that. Yeah. It is an agenda, and they are being brought into that and convinced that that may be their lifestyle. I think an interesting study would be what happens 10 years later or 15 oh, yeah. years later. How many of them are still identifying that way? And the reality is the Bible clearly speaks um, about that issue. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, homosexuality is wrong, according to the Bible. It you is. Know? And we're not, I'm not being rude or anybody, but I'm never going to shy away from what the Bible says. Right. And we have to know it. We have to stand on that. And so, so Pastor, you're saying we need leaders that are going to stand up and speak out. What's your message? Well, my, my message is you are a leader. Uh, if you're a parent, you're a leader. You're a leader. Leadership is influence. And you have a certain amount of influence in your family and in your community and in organizations that you're a part of. And you need to use that leadership. We need to stop seeing other people as our leaders and start leading where we have the opportunity to have an impact. And if you vote and participate in our system, then you are doing what you can. If you don't participate, you are condoning what is happening. You are, by your silence, condoning what you say is not good. You need to lead. And, Pastor, I love that because it's not just um, – leaders don't just look to do the bare minimum. No. Leaders look to lead. Right. And so, I mean, to be aware, to make, to know what's going on, um, to use our voice, to use our, everything within our realm of influence to make sure that we are leading on issues. And, and so, um, we would say, I, I, I'm speaking, I would imagine for you and I, we're both Bible believing Christian pastors who we have to know what the Bible has to say. And that is what we need to be teaching. That's what we need to be leading on. So. Absolutely. Well, God has given us a standard. Men's standards will always be corrupt, but the Word of God is absolutely true, and it gives us a foundation to build on and to use. That's good. Yeah. We're talking with um, Pastor um, Ray Smith of First Baptist um, Church in Battlefield. Give us a word of hope for just this season. Well, I want you to know that right now you are alive because God's chosen this time for you. He has chosen this opportunity, this moment. This is the greatest moment you can be here because God has placed you here and he will use you in building his kingdom. He will use you to make a difference. You can be salt, as Jesus said, salt and light, and you can have an influence and you can make a difference. You need to just stand up and speak up with love Caring, concern, yes, but speak the truth. That's so good. Pastor, um, thank you so much for um, being here. Pastor Ray Smith, First Baptist Church in Battlefield. So um, tell people um, how they can find you. Invite them to your church. Well, we'd love to have you come. We're, we're, we're in the little township of Battlefield, but you are welcome to come. We have our services on 1030 on Sunday morning, 615 uh, on Wednesday evenings. Love for you to come be a part of it. Uh, if you want to hear more of what I, my thoughts are, that's fine. I'm known as the Mad Preacher. My podcast is on Substack. You're welcome to find that. But whatever whatever we can do to help you, let us know. We want to help spread the word. I like that. The Mad Preacher. Mad Preacher. Yes, sir. <laughs> that's awesome. So, Pastor Ray Smith, thanks for coming in the studio. Thanks for all that you're doing. And that's the pastor's perspective. We want to give pastors the opportunity for you to hear from them. Check them out, um, First Baptist Church in Battlefield. Once again, give them the address where they can find your website and all that stuff. Uh, the, the website is fbcbattlefield.org, fbcbattlefield.org. We're out at 5010 South Highway FF, just right on the edge of Springfield. There you go. So thanks for coming in today. Thank you for having right. me. appreciate it.
Hey, we're going to do a little quick local news update with um, Don Luzader. Then we're going to be talking some NFL football and then the morning dump. Stick around. Wake up Springfield.